Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Maria Cannon. This and is I'm Dan Daniel. Morris. Oh, oh, sorry. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan Morris. I'm Maria Cannon. What's up, everyone? Screen Smash Spotlight coming at you now. This is where we interview super cool people from within the gaming world. Our guest tonight is actually someone that you might have seen his work before. It's probably one of the first things you see when it comes to a game, and you might actually be a fan. I was actually really excited about this interview. Uh, I've known this sketch for a couple of years now, and he's actually worked on one of my most favorite games in the world. And now it's time for the interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Screen Smash interview. My guest today crafts video game trailers for Devolver Digital. Before joining their team, he ran his own shop, doing the trailers for over 100 other indie games, including What the Gulf, Slay the Spire, and Risk of Rain. He lives in Pennsylvania with his wife, two kids, a dog, and a fish. You can usually find him gushing profusely about whatever indie game or comic he's currently obsessed with. Say hello to Mr. M. Joshua Caller. Hello, Joshua. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Josh. Well, Mr. Josh. You, sir, are a video game trailer maker, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say it's it's one of those things where you go back and forth all the time on because it's like you're like, like, do you just do I just call myself an editor? Do I say that I like make trailers? Yeah, is like, there an official the title? Well, uh, there was. I used to, I actually started my business with the, the title M. Joshua Makes Trailers. And I realized somewhere along the lines as I like did a lot of like much heavier collaborations that I was like, I don't feel like I made this. Like all the content is so much of a collaboration with other people that it's like, and, and of course, it's someone else's game. So it's kind of like, you know, like this is, I don't know that I fully feel like I made it as much as I like cut it into uh, being or like I've trimmed all trimmed off all the other fat so that like this is just the, the, the substance in the middle, you know? <laughs> Cool. Like like a, a sculptor or something, yeah. What got you started making game trailers, or is that something you've always wanted to do since you were a little boy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, um, when I was when I was nine years old, I I played Mega Man Two for the first time, and I was like, I want to make games like this in the future. I want to make awesome Mega Man like games. That was like all that, and and I would just draw profusely, like just creating characters for games and like. I didn't quite get to the actual like game design part of it, but I was just like obsessed with characters and games. And um, I uh, I did really bad in high school. I did I did really bad at school. Uh, so I kind of like uh, was like, all right, well maybe I'm not going to go to like game design school because I'm terrible at school. Um, also, what else do I want to do? And somewhere in the middle of school, I, the, the one class that the two classes that I did excel at were graphic arts and video. Um, and so I, I always had like the foundation of graphic arts and video and, and I went into a, an art school in college, uh, just a small trade school, did the short little 18 month thing. 
and then I floundered in the uh, in the ad and, and and creative space for for a good like fifteen years. Like, what, what, what am I doing? Why am I not employed again? You know, like mm. it's kind of like the the, the the struggling artist experience. Um, but I'm not not to say that I I, I didn't you know I, I didn't have good jobs and I didn't get get paid. But it was like I was never creating anything that I really really wanted. And then when I got unemployed for like the nth time, I was like, what I really want to be when I grow up. <laughs> And I looked again and I was like, I don't actually, I, I realized Story of my life. somewhere in the midst of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I realized somewhere in the midst of that floundering and, and chaos and like, what do I want to be when I grow up and, and all of that, that I, I, I just wanted, I didn't want to make video games. That was the hard, the hardest realization. So I always thought like one day I'm going to make a video game. One day I'm going to make a video game. And then I realized I just wanted to have made a video game. And the nice thing about trailers is that, uh, someone's already done all the actual work <laughs> of making a game. Um, and I saw there was this guy who was uh, who's doing it, man. He was doing it. He figured out how to do this. And his name was Kurt Gartner. And he had a website where he said that he was an indie game, uh, that he made trailers for indie games. And I was like, I want to I want to do that. And it just so happened. I mean, like, of, of course, it was like, all right, I'm going to go do that now. But it was also like I had all of the you know, the hard work of floundering as an artist and all the years of training and all, and all the technical know-how of, of, of how to do all those things. But it was like, all right, now I know this is where I want to focus my energy. And, and yeah, and it was just, it was just a matter of like, all right, well, I have some of the connections I'm doing very similar to what you guys are doing, which is just like, I'm, I, I had, um, I'd been writing and I had been interviewing game developers and I had done podcasts and I was just like, all right, I, I'm going to, to to pull these resources and I'm going to say to like a couple folks, all right, all right, I want to make a trailer for your game. You don't have to pay me, but I'm going to make a trailer for your game. I want you to give me all the assets so I can like figure out how to put it together. And I thought I was going to need to do that a lot. Like I thought it was going to take a lot of time. I thought that I was going to need to like, I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was, it, it was going to be exhausting. And then and, and it was, but it also like came completely together in just two times. I just did that two times with two game developers. And then after that, I've paid. I've, I've had everyone pay for a trailer since then. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah that, is, was, that is impressive. I wish I could say and, the same thing. Well, it's it's something that takes. It, it's something that that once you figure out like exactly what, you know, that that you're that 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 you need money. <laughs> I I thought it was a lot of money, but it was like it was it was a vastly underpaid like for the amount of labor, the amount of time. It was it wasn't appropriate, but it was like enough that, to get a good start. And I was able to still try a couple ideas and what I thought was going to make trailer special. And that was the other thing is that I had I had uh, the assumption because I had lots of ad agency background by then that I knew that like unless you have a special branding, if you did that, if you, unless you have like a special sauce of what you do better than anyone else, whether that's true or not, but you try to do it better than anyone else, that's what's going to keep you around. And for me, that was player centric, centric, uh, player centrality is like, um, uh, when you watch when you watch a trailer, uh, most people are are like their question is, what is the the game like? Like what is what is the game as a product? Um, and for me, I was like, no, 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 no. Like, what's the experience feel like? Like, if you can't get straight out of the gate and like communicate what the game's experience is like, if you're just going like thirty seconds of just like pure story, unless your game is entirely about story, that shouldn't be your focus. Um, I want to know what the game feels like. And if you can, like, I call it the Power Ranger effect. Like, if you can make people feel like they know karate, it doesn't matter how much they actually know. As long as they can feel like, I know what it's like to punch somebody. 
that's that, that's that's kind of like the, the, my takeaways. Like I, that's why sound effects are so important to me in trailers. Like if you have like a good hitting of things in a trailer, people are gonna be like, oh, that's gonna that's a good game. It's, it's, I I'm love gonna, that. I, I'm gonna feel like I can hit things. I love that analogy, the Power Ranger effect, because it's like oh, that explains why I like the Power Rangers, right? <laughs> I mean, that kind of bleeds into our next question of like, how do you choose what goes into a trailer? Like, do you, sure. do they give you an idea of like, what, what the, are they looking for? How do they want their game presented? How do you look at it and go, this is oh. how I want to make this trailer? Yeah. I mean, like the, I, I usually ask that as like the third question is like, what are your actual goals for the trailer? Like for me, the very, very first thing is uh, let me play it. Like that's, that's always, that's what, like, I'm a, like, like I said, like I'm player, I'm player experience first. So like, Give me the game, and if I don't like playing the game, I'm not going to make a trailer for it because it's going to be uh, it's going to be miserable. I'm not going to enjoy the experience. When I first was starting out, I asked Kurt, I was like, "Hey, how 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 do you how do you make trailers for games that you don't like?" And he's like, "I don't." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, right. that was a big part of my thinking too when I was we were reaching out to you, and I'm like, I wonder if he plays or does trailers for games he doesn't like because I feel like that would be a miserable and b you would not make a good trailer out of it. Right, and that's and that's sort of the thing is like I have to feel the game in my bones. If I don't feel the game in my bones and I don't feel like the actual like tactile qualities of it with my hands, like it's it's you're not going to sing the praises of that game. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's not, I'm not going to be able to sing the praises, and you're not and you as the viewer are not going to be able to have the emotional. That's to me. That's that's the, the joy of making anything is having the, the the emotional exchange from one person to the other. Like the the we're we're at in a stage in existence where every like media is so complicated. Like like kind of, even like taking like the media of like news and journalism and all those things and whatever someone thinks that is, it's it's so many more tools. It's people's voices. It's it's written words. It's recordings. It's audio. It's 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 lived experiences like there's so many pieces of it and for for games like you have so much to distill into the exchange to another human being and that's all that any media is all any media is just one one human being trying to communicate and get a, get what they want across to another human being there's no media that's not about humans that's not about like people trying to connect with one another we don't like you know, nobody's like hey i really hope that i can you know oh, okay maybe maybe maria has a lot of these she has a lot of a lot of media forms where she communicates with animals um <laughs> i do <laughs> but they're, but they're, but by and large for the most part yeah i mean and, and stray is of course the one exception of like you know like here's a game where you're trying to like see if your cat's going to smack the screen um <laughs> But by and large, it's all, all media is is. I just kept hitting the meow button, trying there. to get my dog to like. Arf. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. I feel that totally. Um, but yeah, and so in, in a pure and simple, basic sense, like trailers are just me trying to get a game into its pure emotional connection to another human being. Like that's that's what I want to get across. Like, and 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 mm -hmm. so if it's if it's not your game, I don't care. Like if it, if it's not a game that you're going to like, like I don't want to talk to you about it. But if it's if it if I, if I can communicate that this is a game that has anything that you're going to like in it, I want you to feel it, and that's what that's what matters. Yeah, it's that I mean, emotional connection. I can absolutely understand that. I do a similar thing for doing artwork for indie games. I do some stuff for yeah. that, and it's just the people come to me and go, "What about this game?" And I'm like. I don't think I'm going to enjoy that game, so I can't put myself into that and then relay what I'm doing. If it's really violent, mm. I'll do it. But <laughs> so it's it's the similar kind of thing. Like I want to represent your game, and I want to get the mission, the message of what your game is out to other people, and I want to yeah. seem like I enjoyed creating it, so you're going to enjoy creating it. So yeah. I feel you on that level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
I was just thinking about too, where like the the feel of a game trailer means so much to me as a gamer. When yes. I'm looking at games and I'm considering whether or not I want to buy them, the first thing I do obviously is see if there's a trailer. If there is a trailer, I'm going to watch it. And very quickly, I can be like, wow, this is a good trailer. Well, this is a bad trailer. Even if the game still looks interesting, which is weird. I actually just had it where I watched the trailer for Star Ocean that's coming out. It looks gorgeous. It looks beautiful. But the trailer was so terribly edited. I'm like, this is not doing this game any favors. Mm. And <laughs> theatrical it's, it's, trailers are just like, show me the game. I want to see yeah, the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's the hard thing. Like, like there there is a right place and a time for cinematic and animated trailers, but it's if it doesn't actually work in service to the content of a game, like there was a, a really good live action trailer for Dishonored 2 where they're just mm. literally recreating the powers of like you see the domino effect being placed and then like the the the, the crunching of the, the ability like suddenly coming to 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 fruition and everything just yeah like like when, when yeah. it's based on the actual experience and you're seeing it from an external perspective that makes sense like very satisfying and you'll, you'll notice that like call of duty and destiny and games like that like so few of those games actually have gameplay in them yeah. because of, there's there's a good and bad to it but the, the reason why they don't is because you as a viewer can't see so well through a person's eyes what the player is doing and so they actually like destiny is is emphatic on this is that anytime that you see one of the i forget what the destiny characters are called but the, the guardians the guardians right if you see one of the guardians you're seeing all of what you're seeing of gameplay is like third person yeah, Which, it's like a it's a dis, like a disjointed camera that's pulled back and looking at yeah, the action. Yeah, just because you need to be able to see what the what the players what the players look mm -hmm. like they're doing versus what you yourself are actually experiencing. You did say that you do play the game in order to determine whether oh, or not yeah, yeah. you make the trailer. That's always the very very first step is just let me play the game and and then I'll get back to you and whether or not we're so going to continue the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so how does that lead into your planning and building of the game trailer? Like how do you do that afterwards? Yeah, yeah. So, um, hmm. so it, it depends entirely upon you know the nature of the experience and what the, the. So after I play through, then I feel like I have, I have the game in my bones and like I know at least on a like fundamental level like what it is and, and and I'll have if it's a really really long RPG, like I'll ask them just spoil the whole story for me so I know like where everything is going to be going because mm. RPGs are are one of the hardest kinds of trailers to make because it's I'm like sure. well you you want to yeah. you want to show that there's combat you want to show that there's a story and you want to show that there's dialogue and you want to show that there's an inventory system and maybe you don't want to show any of those things maybe you just want to do this it's the, the 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 second question that I always have is what is the occasion of the trailer like are we are we like announcing are we launching are we just showing the release date are we uh is it is it a, an extensive gameplay trailer where we're uh, or is it a story trailer where we're just like giving you an an overview of the overall experience um the occasion matters more than you would think um mm. and you always want to like the, the the thing that makes great art is if no one else can ever do it again yes. um like like if if there's if if it's such a specifically tightly crafted thing that if someone else were to take it and try to do it again it would be either a clear copycat or it would be like uh you know like you'd have to you, you literally could just couldn't put it back together um and so that like that's why i think about um the exact precision of the of the occasion says like that funnels uh 
that funnels why this does why we're saying this the exact way that we're saying it. So um, I see uh, Curse of Monkey Island behind Maria, so I'll use <laughs> that as an example. Um, we we had uh, we're, we're currently uh, we 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 recently released uh, the trailer for uh, Return to Monkey Island, in she which did. you yeah, <laughs> in which you are uh, uh, our first question was. How do we make people not hate the art style? <laughs> <laughs> like you knew going into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like the first thing with any any legacy game of any form is you have to think about what are fans gonna do. Yeah. And if there's anything that I've learned about trailers, it's that uh, like especially with indie games, like the the greatest joy is when no one knows what your indie game is, and then they see your trailer and they're like, oh, I want to play that. Like that's great. The problem is when you make a game that complete, like like you make a trailer for a game after it completely blows up. Like the first trailer I did for Slay the Spire was like, great, I understand how to play the game now. And then the second trailer that I made for Slay the Spire was like, I, we had like a million fans and everyone was like, oh, that doesn't explain the game at all. That's a piece of shit trailer. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, I play the game so much slower and more methodical than that. You know, like that, that, that was... That was like, and, and, and duh, of course you do, because that's like the the, the 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 pursuit of the game is meant to like take time, and and someone's like, I don't, I can't believe that the player would ever take this card and play it against that one, you know? Like you have all those like extremely <laughs> precise opinions, which, you know, I I totally get. Um, yeah. And so with with monkey with the Monkey Island trailers that that we've done so far, uh, the main thing that we just wanted to get across is like. All right, let's let's ease you back into to being Guybrush Threepwood again, and let you like have a moment to like process the concept of like I might need to take my time to prepare my expectations for that. Um, and so that's why like that 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 trailer like we had like a, a, over over that first thirty seconds of 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 lead up before you see any kind of gameplay because you need, you just need to like prepare people. Mm-hmm. And it's the with the Monkey Island trailer, the, the teaser one that came out. Like, obviously, I was a big fan. I lost my fucking mind when I saw that trailer. <laughs> but, but the thing was because I'm a huge fan of the games. I've been a fan sure. of the games since I was a kid. But it's just the the teaser trailer was done. It, it was done so well that it just tingled every part of my nostalgia as soon as I saw it because it had the Murray in it and just the music in it. And so it was just, I watched it and I think it was you, Josh, that actually said it to me. You were like, oh, have you seen this, Maria? And I was like, oh! <laughs> and as soon as I started it and it was the do 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 and I was like, is this real? <laughs> so it was just enough of that where I was, it instantly just tickled the nostalgia of me. So yeah. that's a sign of a good trailer. And then, yeah, where I saw the new one and it has the gameplay and the, the, the parts and going back and forwards, it did make me feel like this is the games coming back. I will agree. I'm not a fan of the art style, but fuck it. It's monkey Island. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, So yeah, good job. It, it just takes, it, it just takes time to warm up to. And that's, and that's the thing with any kind of experience. I could say you, the same thing have... for legend of Zelda wind waker. Oh yeah, the yeah, first yeah, time yeah, I yeah. saw the art style like... for that game, I was like, Ugh. but then like when I started playing, I'm like, this game is gorgeous. I yeah. love it, and like I wish they would keep making games in that art style. Oh yeah, yeah, and you just you just want to exist in that space. Yeah, it's it's incredible, um, and yeah, and so and so for 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 that that exact example, like when you when you hand a a, a trailer off to people, it, it it really matters what they think they're going to be getting out of it. And that's that 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 juggling act of expectations and anticipation 
it's so much harder when you have something that people already love. Um, and that's why I had the secret weapon that we have had on, uh, and with all Devolver trailers, really, is that we have a Nigel Lowry. Um, and a Nigel Lowry is, uh, when I when I first started working with Nigel, he he would, would sign off as literally Devolver Digital. Um, and I was like, wait, this guy, is this guy... Devolver so many people like why does he, he is, why is he saying that he's Devolver but like in, in in actual like sincerity and like he's he's the like world's most humble like you would never actually know this if you spent time talking to him in person and like actually talk to him but he is essentially Devolver Digital like he, he's 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 a lot of pretty much the main reason why the company is is the way that it is um and he's he's he makes all he, he's one who leads the marketing department he's our marketing lead and and so many of the, the calls and decisions are his. And the reason why the, the Monkey Island trailer was the most amazing trailer that we've ever done was because it's his favorite game ever. And yeah. so many of like 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 Monkey Island was uh, it, and is his his absolute like favorite game of all time. And he just uh, has has a, a precision and a love for those details. So as he and I uh, work together, we work together on all of our trailers. But when when he makes a decision like. Every other time, like I've, I've worked with so many, many other people. And whenever they would say, like, this is what we should do over here. And this is what we should do over here. I'd almost always have some like immediate pushback. And with him, like I've had to actually like try to find areas to try to push back. So he knows that I'm not just like caving to his every demand um, because he, he has some really amazingly good details. So like uh, the decision to have Murray in there and the decision to have like the monkey, the, the, the music and the. Da, 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 at the very very be beginning yes. like and like those those were all his decisions and like so he he knew he knew to make those 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 things put those things in there and i was just the guy who like cut it into place so that's one of the, okay. one of the reasons why i say that like i'm the editor i'm the one who like crafts the trailer i'm not the one who 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 makes all the decisions as much um because it's it's a team collaboration and that's and that, and that also comes to the game and you know working with the studio and working with the animators and the the the, the animator on that was uh was funny last last night i i, bo I booted up um knights and bikes uh to play with my six-year-old and i was I, I and we're like starting up the game and uh we're seeing the opening credits and it says rex crowley and i'm like i'm working with him <laughs> and, okay. and i didn't realize that he was working he worked on nights and bikes as well but he was the art director of that and he's the art director on return to monkey island and then he did the animation scene that you see in the beginning in, in, in the uh, uh monkey island uh return to monkey island teaser nice like yeah so so how long does it typically take you to make a trailer from start to finish because obviously games are coming out and you have to yeah. be like i have to get it out for this time yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and that's what that's one of the other advantages that I have with working with the with with the rest of our Devolver team is that like the the plan there's always anticipation as far out as as possible and like push push things out like for to to have a lot of time and plan for the occasions that we're going to need the trailers for um, and a lot of the time indie indie game developers come to me and they're like hey we need a trailer in the next week and two uh, <laughs> can you do it can you do it can you can you can you <laughs> Yeah, like, and it's like, mm. um, no, I can't. Uh, and there's there's been many times that I've just I just had to flat out say no because I I don't have the time to. I mean, like, there's there have been times that I've said yes because I'm like I really want to work on the game and I'm like, uh, yes, it's a ninja game. Fuck yes, I'm going to do it. Um, but uh, yeah, for the most part, it's like give give me some time to uh, to actually like let the concepts come together because like 
a trailer can like my first draft of a trailer I can put together in like a day. Yeah. But like the actual like finesse and like pre- precision and like the titles and the animation and whatever mm-hmm. else we're gonna do, that takes it takes weeks and and the back and forth and that's and that's the main thing that I anticipate with that month is that it's not that it's going to take me a literal month to do all of the actual physical work. It's going to take that much time for the back and forth of conversation and the development of the ideas and for us all to have the best uh, the best experience possible. And it depends on so many factors. Like like if it's if it's a ninja game, just just you know like I said, just give it to me. But if it's if it's a game where it's like I am like I'm I'm still really really bad at at Risk of Rain two, um, but I I was when I got to to do the the uh, announcement trailer for that bug like first of all the fact that the game was really 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 honking good when they were just doing the announcement was in, was insane like that game that game was like amazing two years before it hit early access like it was very very good. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, all right, you guys know how to play this game well. I do not. You just go go do like some really, really good runs and I'll just like I'll clip the parts I like. And that's and that's kind of like what I ended up doing. And and like even even for that first announcement, it was only like a 30 second announcement trailer. I must have had like six hours, six to nine hours worth of footage. And I was just like, all right, it was probably even more than that, but it was just like I need I, I I'm I'm going over every every single moment and just like what it Am I going to be able to use this? Am, am I, and, and just like, then what I try to do is I try to like kung fu it together. Like I like I'll try to, I'll try like the the thing that I I learned with working with those guys is is the, um, uh with with uh, Hapu Games is that that if you craft your action in the exact right fashion, it'll feel to the viewer like 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 if I'm like if if I use trying to do do the Hurukan like you should feel like you're actually like leading up to that and, and executing the move, even if you're going to use five different shots for it. So it's, it's a lot of like match cutting and a lot of like kinetic lining up until like the action feels and flows from one shot to the next. Cause if your eyes are over here in this spot in the corner, in the shot, that's where they should shut should, should start in the next shot. So if the, if the player character is running up here like this, and the next shot you have the character going over here, it should start right here. And finding that exact moment to, to link all the actions together is what makes a good action game trailer. Nice. That's really interesting. interesting. Yeah. I was going to say, kind of, you dipped on uh, one of our other questions too about like if the studios provide you additional assets. And you just said like mm-hmm. they gave you the, you know, six to nine hours of footage. So you didn't have mm-hmm. to record it yourself. Right. Is there other, yeah. like, is that a common thing or is it more in that unique situation? Usually, yeah. So, like, like this, this is this is sort of the fun fun uh, credits uh, to come back to uh, the, the return to Monkey Island. So, uh, behind the scenes, you would have th- you would have assumed like um, uh, Ron Gilbert has uh, a whole studio called Terrible Toy Box. He's going to have uh, that guy over that guy in, in Department B. He's going to to capture the game for us, and then I'll get I'll get uh, the footage back. Uh, you know, a day or two later. Um, and no, 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 that's not what happened at all. And this, and that, and that, and, and in Monkey Island's case, it's like Ron's like, hold on, I'll get back to you in just a second. Can you give me a shared file link? And he just like records the file himself and then drops it into a shared box. And I'm like, Ron, Ron Kilbert just dumped files onto my computer. That's amazing. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I would lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Ron Gilbert I, liked one of my drawings on Twitter, and I almost freaked uh, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, every time, every time. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much every time I feel that 
when I get to work with one of these one of these game designers and and we're and and, and we're making things that that we're both proud of and 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 uh, excited to share with people. That's 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 the joy is is being able to create things together and and see what we create as um you know getting people really excited or really pissed off. <laughs> I mean, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the um. <laughs> In the, is Elijah? Elijah? Oh, is Elijah? Olia. Oh, Olia. Olia. Yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's some interesting dialogue that goes along with the trailer. Uh, was that in the game or did you repurpose it? Um, so with with Olia, the, I, I'm pretty sure you're talking about the story trailer for that with uh, la- yeah. uh, w- the the lady doing the voiceover. That one, I'm, I'm really actually proud of the, the voice acting on that one because um, we found uh, a talent agency and we're like, all right, first and foremost, this actual place that where olia takes place is off the coast of japan it's near somewhere between japan and korea but yeah so like i'm, I'm like i i i have this very very specific accent that i really that i would love where you can't quite place whether it's um whether it's southeast asian or northeast asian or like you can't like place where the actual voice actress is and that was that was entirely intentional, and that we had we had an amazing uh, actress for that because that's where the game takes place on some huh. fictitious Japanese uh, or not Japanese, but um, off like, off of Japan, um, kind of South Pacific Asian yeah. island of some sort. Yeah, some kind of nondescript Asian island, and that's that's uh, that's what we got, and we just wanted to have that like extra added degree of someone. Who uh, kind of just mixed their mixed their uh, influences and actually gr- grew up in in a variety of those places. We you can't quite tell where they're from, and that was that was. Uh... Sorry, I need to stop gushing about the voice actress. <laughs> and I can't remember her name, but um. Uh, but yeah, that 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 was that was the precision of setting all that up, and I think I forget. I'm pretty sure because I played through that game like two or three times while we were working on the trailer for it. Um, cause I, I just, I just love, like, I actually, actually, uh, I, I played Olia in 2018 at PAX and I, that was when it was still with a, a, a previous label. And then I saw it, uh, a few months later at, uh, PAX at the, it was at PAX West and I saw it at PAX East and I got to play it again. And it was like, why, why this game looks so fat and chunky. Like, like, why, why am I, why do I like, why does it feel so good? And then I, when I saw that Devolver picked it up, and it was like the first one of the first projects that I worked on when I joined the team, I was like, exciting. "All right, guys, this is <laughs> right? exciting." Yeah, so cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, the, the the story for that, I think I think I actually wrote that. Like I, I took I took like actual like the 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 whole core script of the game, and I was like, "All right, like this is how things are written," and I'm going to we we essentially created this fictitious character that doesn't actually exist in the game and we said like here's here's a bunch of uh lines that sound like something that someone's going to say in the game and just like structure it out to explain the core story because i had already kind of edited the trailer by this point like i already like put all the story bits together and i was like very excited about the story but then then it was rightfully nigel was like yeah this i don't think that people are going to understand the story from this and so we're like all right we need to get we need to get a, a, a voice actress to like explain what all this is and so i kind of like wrote it, gave it off to the voice actor and or, or gave it to the, the the talent agency who's like, yeah, we'll try to find someone for you. And then like the next day they got back to me with like an actual recording. I was like, what? Where he found the cursed harpoon of legend. 
Yeah, it, it, and it just like literally all came together like right before launch. It's um, crazy how deep and involved that goes because like I was watching that trailer and all I could think of was like, I wonder if this dialogue is actually in the game somewhere or if it was purpose yeah, no. built for the trailer. But yeah, like, yeah. holy crap, that's such a deep dive like of how much you did to make this come alive for just the trailer. Not it's not even a part of the game itself. Yeah, 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 and that, and that, well, and that's, and that, that also is a testimony to like the, 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 the fun that I had with that game too. Like, it's, it's, it's one of our, our, our lesser known titles with the Volver, but it's like, there's something about it that I, that I, I, I just deeply, deeply admired about it. it's like, you know, like almost offhanded storytelling, um, not, not offhanded. What's the right word? Um, hands off storytelling. Mm. That's, that's a better way of putting it. Um. And that that kind of like let you infer a lot of like impl implicate uh, implied meaning to things, and that's what I that's that's what I love is I love I love it when like storytellers trust you with things, and that's why I thought that I'd be able to like just like just use the the, the nonverbal storytelling, be like it's a story trailer, guys. I don't know if you can understand it, but I, I, I'm expecting you to. And then we were like, all right, well, we don't want we 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 need to explain what 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 you're seeing here, but we don't want to like tell you what's happening mm. here. We want to like have someone sh have one give you the emotional sense of what you're experiencing in fiction. And that's, that's very important to me. Cause I can't, I'm I, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dunk on, uh, I'm going to dunk on Grand Theft Auto and Rockstar games here, but um, nobody, nobody watches one of their gameplay tr uh, trailers and is like, I feel like I'm in the world <laughs> No, <laughs> because the, all their gameplay trailers are like, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a cowboy game where you play as Arthur. You know, like yeah. it's, you know, like that. I, I I don't need someone to explain this to me. I just I, I would Over I would much rather holding. like yeah yeah like 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 take Sadie. Sadie is like my favorite character from Red Dead Redemption 2. So like have her explain what the hell is going on in fiction. Like she's talking to someone that she's meeting like outside a saloon. Like that 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 would be like that would be great. Everyone would like that. Um, but I don't know why they didn't do that. There's some sort of I like think, ad. I think Rockstar are just kind of like you guys know what this game is. We don't need to explain it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't need to put any effort into this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that, and, that's, auto. <laughs> and that's true. And that's true. Yeah. Like, if you are a Rockstar, if you are, if you are a Nintendo uh, or Niantic making a Pokemon game, like you don't really have to do a lot of effort, um, as yeah. as uh, as they as they have uh, in the past. But yeah, I, with, with indie games, it's always special. The reason why I love making trailers for indie games among many is that you often have no idea what the fuck this is. <laughs> and you're like, I, wait, 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 why, why do I, why, why is this happening over here? Like, um, like with, uh, the, 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 the one trailer that I made that, that I'd say was probably like my breakout success, uh, of, of the first trailer that I made that I'm like, I still have in my portfolio is for that dragon cancer. And most importantly with a game like that, you have that question of, wait, why are you making this as a video game? Uh, because like, like do, I don't wanna, like, like if it, everyone who hears about this video game is like, okay, it's about a, a kid who has, has terminal cancer. Um, wait, why, why should we play this? And so for, for me, the joy of, the, of that trailer was, all right, two things I wanna do. I wanna show you what it's like to actually play this game, to actually have your hands on it. But I want you to show to, to walk away feeling like it is a celebration of the things that Joel loves, the things that he that that made that he loved as um, as he lived as as a real person 
Yeah. So in in uh, that Dragon Cancer, the uh, the main the main focus of the game is this is this boy who has terminal cancer and the relationship with his his family. In, in any case, like yeah, that's 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 the thing that I think about in 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 every game trailer. The thing that I think about in every game trailer is what captures the thing that you love most about it. Like what what and that's always my first question to actual game developers is the the real core. Uh, that that I always think about is like like what do you what do you love the most about your game? What do you, what do you right now? Like don't overthink it, don't overthink it. But like what do you love about this game right now? And I've never been disappointed with the answer. One last thing before we close out with you, sir, today is what is the game you would recommend for me? For you? Oh, that would be the Upturned. Uh, ah. This is a game. Yeah. Did I I I posted a little bit of it in our in our Gamebo group. I saw um, that. But, yes. Yeah. So, uh, like, I use the super cheap. Like, this is actually something that you you learn is actually a bad thing in games journalism is to compare games to two other games. And you're like, it's like this and it's like that. It's like Resident Evil and Gang Beast. You mash them up together and like, what the hell is this? Um, and that's that's what the upturned is. It's a really terrible description of it. But like, it's it's like that's amazing. A yeah, I yeah, did look into the game after I saw your posting about it. I oh, did good, watch good, some good. trailers. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, the, the trailers are a little bit of a mess. Like, it's clear they were clearly designed by the de the, the designer of the game, and they don't know they, they're not able to because comedy. Anybody who's done any level of comedy in any kind of media form knows it's entirely about setup. It's hook, setup, and landing. Like, if you mm. if you don't if you don't set up that structure just right, like the comedy the the, the joke doesn't land. And so the, the the trailer does not capture the comedy of the game, but the game itself. It's 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 like it's like all right. So you sh you show up at this hotel and there's this guy at the front desk and he's like, hey, yo, so you got to go to your room. It's all this. It's, it's just like fourteen thirty nine. It's I know it's a long elevator ride, but go on up. You're gonna be fine. And then like you get on the elevator and then all of a sudden the elevator like flips upside down and like you're like ba falling backwards and you're like what? Why is this not working? And he's like, oh yeah, it's, sorry, it's not working right. But uh, if you could just go find a power plug and maybe we'll be able to get you to your room. Um, and and this like structure is uh used to take you through this uh comedic odyssey of trying to go through this elevator to your to your room and what's probably hell um <laughs> <laughs> sounds great and uh and and and, and, and yeah like the, the gang beast metaphor is is like like in gang beast gang beast thing is like you have, you have the, the doughy like yeah we play a lot of gang like, beast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's slow, it's doughy, but this is like really, really fast. So like you're 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 in a scenario where an enemy is coming at you, and what do you? What, how are you going to fight back? You're going to do a Jackie Chan. You're going to pick up the nearest thing to you, and you're going to throw it at them. Like that's 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 like the first step. Um, I'm not saying that that's that's the first thing that Jackie Chan would do. He'd probably find some more creative way to, of using the random thing he finds. But you 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 are picking up these random objects and throwing it at the enemies that are coming at you as an act of desperation that somehow surprisingly works amazingly well at recreating the uh the lack of ammunition that you have in in like a resident evil game where you're like i only have so many bullets but this is like i only have so many chairs <laughs> awesome. that's creative <laughs> yeah, yeah i definitely i've looked at it and i'm i'm very curious to check it out because like i do love my survival horror games and i love resident mm. evil so like a comedy spin on the genre sounds like it'd be a damn good time yeah and so because you asked for a recommendation maria gets one too yeah. maria your recommendation because i know how much you love violence is <laughs> dap 
that. which is also a very obscure indie game. It's also survival horror because I love my I love my violent survival horror. But this one is a psychedelic survival horror game nice. in which you play as a nondescript uh, humanoid entity who just so happens to get a following of other uh, similar nondescript entities who follow him around Pikmin style. And it is sort of like a Pikmin version of a survival horror game, only where every violent encounter is started and over in the course of like one to two seconds because it's so high risk and so high reward that you're constantly like, all right, how do I get my, all of my enemies or, or, or all of my allies to be like charging up an attack just in case something comes at me? Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's started and over very, very quickly. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll play it. I'll review it. <laughs> I, I can't promise you're going to like it all around, but you are going to have a very, very good, scary, violent time. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Joshua, for uh, sharing all that wonderful insight and background and things I never even thought would come out of this conversation because, damn, that was good. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that'll do it for us today. Any final words, hey guys? No, this was great. Thank you. Haiku, Haiku the robot. Final word. Haiku the robot. <laughs> Haiku the robot. All right. Thank you, Thank guys. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive? She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew?